Hey, are you ready to step up your marketing game, but just aren't sure how? First of all, you're not alone. Many businesses have great products and services, but not enough clientele to grow their bottom line. Hiring a great marketing agency can provide you with the brand exposure you deserve, as well as the time you need to focus on what you do best. Contact the Awkward Media Group to hear about innovative ways to introduce your brand to the world. Visit them at awkwardmediagroup.com and learn how their team can support your dream. Honoring those trailblazers who preceded us is just as important as leaving a legacy for those who will follow us. Greekly Speaking is about highlighting Greeks today who are creating positive change for tomorrow. We hope you enjoyed this episode. Hi, welcome to Greekly Speaking. I'm Eric Tucker, and joining me for this episode is Mr. Brian Blue Smith of Iota Phi Theta Fraternity Incorporated. Brian was initiated in the Alpha Pi Omega chapter of Iota Phi Theta in the spring of 2021 in Montgomery, Alabama, better known as the Gump. Brian is the owner of the Blue Heart Foundation, as well as the host of the HBCU Right Now podcast. He's also a member of the D9 Business Directory. Please welcome to Greekly Speaking, Mr. Brian Blue Smith. How are you doing today, man? I'm good. Yes, sir. How are you doing today? Hey, I'm great, man. I'm just happy to be above ground, man. I'm not going to complain at all, man. Hey, we kind of connected on social media a while back, man. We saw some of the stuff you were doing and yes, still sir. doing and been doing. And, <laughs> and, and, and I, I, I want to jump into all of that. We got some good content for the audience. But as, as our audience knows, this is Greekly speaking. First of all, we, we got to check you out, man. We got to understand a little bit about your Greek background, you okay. know, and understand that you have any Greek influences in your life coming up. In my life coming up? No, sir, I didn't. Um, well, I was in the band at ASU and I pretty much everybody that was in the marching band played something, you know. So I was in the marching band for four years. By the time I graduated college, I was like, you know what? And the point of even trying to pledge undergrad right now. So I'll just wait till I get in grad school. I got in grad school and the rest is history. I did my research on every fraternity, you know, and I just led towards Iota Phi Theta. You know, it was it was it was fit for me, you know. So. Fit for you. Okay. Now you mentioned the band. And you had an HBCU. I mean, you know, I'm sorry. If, if the band is not on your campus, if the band is not practicing, if that's not your background music, you at the wrong school. <laughs> that is just part of that, that experience that is all about HBCU culture. And glad you had a chance to be a part of that, man. So so yeah. you did your research in an IOTA Phi Theta just kind of surfaced as, as your cup of tea, huh? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. It did. Okay. So, so how many brothers came in with you? One came in with me, so it was a total of two of us. Okay, two. What was the name of the line? SOS. I own ship <laughs> SOS. <laughs> yeah, SOS. <laughs> the name speaks for itself. So see, and, and 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 I'm sorry, audience. I I used to delve into this at some of the media the other days, but I learned early on that <laughs> we'll just go to the next question. <laughs> and what what was your line name? Uh, my line name was Golden Standard. Golden Standard. Okay. Okay. That's all good, man. You know, 
came on our eldership sos golden standard and and, and it's all good man were you one or two uh i was deuce deuce okay deuce it's all good man so so what what kind of community service projects were you guys known for in in, in that area Oof. where do i start we have the school supply giveaway where we give away free school supplies to all the kids in the montgomery county we give away socks to nursing homes we give away coloring books pencils and uh, crayons to elementary schools as well we also give away covid 19 essential supplies to all the elementary schools as well because you know in the elementary schools that's where your most germs are at with, with little kids just passing germs around touching everything so we came up with the concept of just donating COVID-19 essentials to each of the elementary schools in Montgomery. And it's about 15 elementary schools in Montgomery, and we donated to each one of them. Wow. So that, that's outstanding, man. What advice would you give to someone who is um, considering going Greek? Well, if you're considering going Greek, always do your research first. Don't let nobody persuade you in what you want to do. You know, if, if it's in your mindset that you want to do this, do it. You know, you don't, don't wait on nobody's okay or don't let nobody persuade you to do something that you don't want to do you know do what's in your heart basically if your heart's telling you to go this way go that way and speaking of of the heart and where the heart is tell me a little bit about this blue heart foundation man i mean because it it, it sounds like you're doing some really good work and and, then let me just put out here so you're a comedian Mm -hmm. you're a producer your podcast host you know i got respect for that game and, and you got time to extend the reach, if you will, with your foundation, man. Where did that passion come from? Well, the passion of the Blue Heart Foundation came from my mom. I come from a single parent household, no dad. So my mom was the one who was taking care of me and, you know, making sure I did all my homework and all that good stuff. And at the same time, she had two jobs, kept food on the table and a roof over my head. And she had the time to make care packages for prisoners that were locked up in prison. So when I saw her do that, I was like, okay, why do they keep making all these packages? And, you know, every time we go to the store, we buy toothpaste, buy the boxes and, and, and deodorant and all this good stuff. And I was like, okay, let me just sit back and see what she does. My mom was doing this once a month. You know, she was spending at least about $200, $250 on getting items like care packages for these prisoners. And that just opened up my eyes. Like, okay, we need to have more people on earth like that. You know, more people who just give from the heart, you know. And I formed my foundation in 2014 simply because I felt like it was time to give back. You know, In my life, I felt like it was time for me to give back, for me to inspire other people to be great. You know, it was a lot of homicides. It was a lot of misled youth in Montgomery. And I just wanted to show them that, you know, a person who comes from a single parent household doesn't necessarily have to be a robber or, you know, a gangbanger or something negative. It can be somebody positive, you know, like most people who come from single parent households are usually the ones who commit crimes. That's what they say. Commit crimes and do the robberies and you know, game banging and shooting and all that good stuff. That's what they say. But there's also people who come from single parent households who do good. You got the ones who, like me, 
I come from a single parent household, but I graduated college, got a master's, working on a doctorate. And I wanted to inspire them to do the same thing. You know, the streets are here, but they're not here for you. Get what I'm saying? All you hear and see in Montgomery is somebody dying, somebody getting shot, somebody getting robbed, somebody stealing. You know, that gets tiring. Usually it's between the ages of 16 to 20. I want to inspire that age group of young men between 16 and 20 to be great. At age 16, you should be getting ready for scholarships or or doing any resume together for a job that you want. Getting ready to graduate high school. That, that's why I started the foundation, because I want to reach out to my young men. I want to show them that, hey, there's other things beside the streets. Okay, let me help you get a job. Let me help you build your resume. Let me help you give back to the community. Because, you know, in the Bible, it states, give from the heart, you should get something in return 10 times stronger. So that's why I do what I do. You know, that's why I started the Blue Heart Foundation. And... It has had a positive response ever since I started it, since 2014. It has been a up and up. The, the first thing you have to do is convince these men that you're targeting, these right. young men, that they can be more than what they are. They can be more than where they come from, right? And, and right. I think that's great to be an example that they can see and because that's where it all starts, right? Yes, sir. That's where it all starts. And another thing, man, it's time for our parents to start that parenting. You know, most parents that's out here now trying to be the kid's friend. When I was growing up, my mom was my friend, but at the same time, she laid the law down. Like, you can't do this. You can't do that. I ain't trying to be on TikTok with you. I ain't trying to take no picture with you on Instagram. You need to be doing homework, cut the video game off. She was strict. And I feel like parents need to do that more. You know, we need to go back to the basics. We need to go back to being strict on our kids. You know, if my mom said, hey, cut the game off at nine, at nine on one, <laughs> at nine on one, that game was off. If your homework wasn't done by, by a certain time, you had a problem. Like my mom was very strict. And with her being strict, made me be the person I am today. So I feel like you need to bring real parenting back. That's how I feel. You know, that's a whole different podcast right there, man. That's we, we, we can talk for an hour just based on, on what we sometimes see out in public with children and, 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 and the parent relationship and that dynamic now, man. What kind of feedback do you get from some of the parents of these uh, young men that you're working with? Oh, the parents love it, man. They love it. They would rather see me working with them rather than them sitting in front of a TV playing a game or on the phone, or at the house, they're wasting electricity. Because usually when I get the kids and do a project or something, I grab them and I take them out the house, you know, away from video games, away from, you know, just everyday things. And I take them to stuff that's real, like homelessness, you know, giving back to, you know, less fortunate people, people who don't have food, people who don't have, you know, clothes. I expose them to the realness to let them know that it's real out here. In the real world, it's real. You know, you being at home playing the video games, that's temporary until you get old enough and you graduate high school and you step into the real world. That's why I expose them to that at an early age to let them see that. So they can have it in their mind, like, okay, I'm not trying to be this way when I get older. So I need to get my stuff together. 
I need to get on the right track. I need to get my, my stuff lined up. So I won't be this way when I get older or I won't go down the path that this person went down as I get older. So that's why I exposed to them in a young age. At least they get a different perspective of what some of those needs are in the community, man. And, and, and speaking of that, you recently posted something I thought was really, really great that you did for someone in the community, that, that monthly $100 grocery giveaway. That, that's, that's called talking about it and being about it. So tell me about that. How did that happen, man? Well, one day I was walking through the store and the idea just popped in my head. Hey, let's just surprise a person with $100 worth of groceries. And that same day that I came up with the idea was the same day that I did it. I found an older lady. She was 62 years old. And I kept my eye on her in the store. And I saw her pick up, I think it was a box of crackers. And I think it was some tuna. And that was it. You know, that was all she had. So I just walked up to him like, hey, my name is Brian Smith. I'm the founder of the Blue Heart Foundation 334 here in Montgomery. And I was having a, a raffle for a $100 grocery giveaway, and you're the winner. Man, when I tell you, she broke down and cried in front of me. Because <laughs> when it happened, that day before, she lost her job. And I think she said that she lost her ATM card, and she didn't have nothing but a couple bucks to get the crackers and the tuna that she was getting. So me giving her that $100, me walking around with her, while she's shopping for food was right on time. And I didn't know anything about it. I was just randomly just doing it. And ever since then, I just started to do it once a month. You know, and I and these people that I meet, these are people who are humble, people who are, you know, they don't want a lot, but they can use a hundred dollars. And the second person I did it, it was a family of three. And she had I think she had $50 worth of groceries already in the buggy. But I came with $100 and made it $150. So <laughs> it just kept going every month, every month. Last month, I met a guy. It was this month. He was a vet for the United States Air Force. And they cut his benefits. You know, they, that means they cut his check in half that they get once a month. And he was just telling me this story as I, I didn't even introduce myself to him or nothing. I had on this ASU hat right here. And that was it. He's like, man, you go to state? I was like, yeah, I'm going to graduate from there. He was like, man, that's a good school, man. You know, I went there for a while, man, until I got in the military. And I was like, oh, okay, okay. And he just started talking about Air Force. And I was like, man, I'm nowhere near the military. <laughs> but, hey, I, I got you. And he was telling me his background about how the, the VA cut his benefits and how he got, you know, just a certain amount that he gets every month, which covers him and his wife, which he thinks not enough. And right then I was like, oh, I got my person right here. And he don't even know it. And he got like a couple bag of chips and some juice and, you know, some, some basic stuff. And I had looked at him. I said, man, that's all you're getting? He was like, yeah. That's when I introduced myself and said, I'm the founder of the Blue Heart Foundation. And you have just won a $100 grocery giveaway. Man, he turned the bug around so fast and grabbed everything. <laughs> That's the fastest uh, I've ever seen somebody turn a buggy around, man. He turned about face. <laughs> right. <laughs> he had two buggies. Two buggies. 
full of stuff. Man, so I feel like that's a blessing to bless somebody else, man. You know. How do you feel when you see that look on their face and you know that they're looking at you like you're the angel that just came right on time, man? What kind of feeling do you get from that? To be honest, that, that is a great feeling because we was less fortunate when I was growing up. So I made a promise to God, like, hey, if you get me out of this situation, I will start helping people as I get older. And that idea of the $100 grocery giveaway just came out of nowhere. So I'm thinking that's from God, you know, so I'm just doing what God sent me to do. You know, I'm in the business of blessing people. So that's what I'm here for, man. And seeing the expression and seeing their smiles on their face, man, that's enough for me. You know, that's that can last me a lifetime, you know, so I don't be, I don't be wanting to ask for nothing in return. I just want a hug, a picture, and that's it. <laughs> that's all I want, man. And you don't need to have thousands of dollars to make these impacts, right? Because $100 can really change someone's world if they're really in need. And I, and I just think that's, that's really awesome what you're doing, man, taking your resources to help and bless these other people in the community, man. Be on the lookout for this brother, man. Blue Heart <laughs> Foundation, Brian Smith. If you see some strange, creepy guy with an ASU hat on, you know, he's... <laughs> You know, don't call the cops right away. It might be your your, your lucky day. So your that that's day. cool, man. Let's turn the page here for a second. Obviously, you you, you have a sense of humor because you you're wearing a Alabama State hat. And oh, I mean, I, what I meant to say is because you are a comedian that that, that didn't come out right. <laughs> but that's cool. You know how we do it a swag, man. We we you know we got to yes, go sir. back and forth. But yes, so sir. so tell me about your, your 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 comedy career, man. How's that going for you? Well, actually, the comedy career started off in high school. I was a class clown in high school, man. And um, I came a lot to you. I, I used to joke every day in high school simply because it was nothing else to do. Once you do all your work, you know, you just start cracking jokes. And it followed me all the way from high school to college. My first year at state, you know, when you're in college, you find all your class clowns in college, man. <laughs> you find all of them. And one day we was all sitting together and we had a roasting section where we would just sit here and just joke on each other all day long. And somebody pulled a camera out and it was recording and they put it on YouTube. I think it was over 10,000 views in three weeks. And I was like, man, like we really can do something with this. We really can, you know, turn this around and start making money and doing this and everything. And man, when I tell you, it went from being a comedian and then my mom found out that I was, I was throwing jokes and stuff. She was like, uh-uh, this is not what I'm paying for school for. Either you're going to be a comedian or you're going to be in school. But I went to school, man, you know. <laughs> my mom was like, I'm not going to pay for school for you to tell jokes. No, either you're going to go to school or you're going to be a comedian. The choice is yours. So, so, so she said, you can major in anything in this book. <laughs> if, if it's not in the book, <laughs> that's it. Man, my mom was not playing that, man. Like, she don't like comedy. You know, she likes to watch it, but she don't like, you know, people actually telling jokes, standing up on stage and stuff. So when I told her, I was like, I got interest in being a comedian. And she was like, no. She said it within three, no. No, you're not finna, Blue, you're not finna do this. We're not finna go through this with you. I don't already pay for your college. You just have to go. 
Now, if you want to do that, you should have told me that far I wrote the checkout. <laughs> Man, she was not playing. She was mad, mad. So I just went on ahead and just finished college, man. And I doubled back around and picked the comedy back up after I graduated because I didn't want to, you know, do it while she's still thinking I was, you know, in school and everything. So so for all I you made, moms out there who are trying to, <laughs> you know, dealing with these knucklehead kids who want to be comedians and you need to know how to have that conversation, reach out to Miss Smith. She'll get right. you hooked up. Man, she would give you the 411 because <laughs> she set me down, man. And it was like, I'm thinking it was something good. She had a straight face. And <laughs> she was like, I'm not writing no more checks until you decide if you want to be a comedy or you want to be in school. And I, I, I like, love it, man. I love it. So so how did, tell me about the the podcast, man. HBCU yeah. Now. What's that about? I was watching College Game Day on ESPN. And I noticed that they didn't have any black colleges listed on their you know, on their schedules. And I was like, well, what if I start a program that's just like College Game Day, but deals with black colleges? And then you add the marching bands and then you add the student athletes of the week. And I was like, okay, I got something. So let's 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 start that up. And lo and behold, I started up, man, the first week I had all kinds of people just like, yes, man, keep going. Keep going, man. And I aired at the same time that College Game Day come on on Saturdays. So <laughs> I felt like it was time that we have something like that. Because, you know, college game day focuses on the PWIs, the, the, you know, the other schools, not HBCUs. I wanted this program to focus directly on HBCUs, marching bands, student athletes, whether football, basketball, baseball, doesn't matter, student athletes. We need to focus on our own. You know, we need to focus on our what we have. It's called an HBCU, Historically Black College. Us. It's for us. So we had to support our own. And that's why I decided to start that podcast. And it's been doing dynamic, man. It's been, it's, it's been good. So, you know, it's, it's going to continue on. And hopefully next year I will start going to different colleges and report from the different colleges or you know, do my podcast from different colleges and let them, well, expose them out, let them see these different historically black colleges, these different schools that mean so much to us, you know, so that's why I started it. Well, man, I, I can't, I'm excited because like I said, it's football season and I can't wait, man. And, and, and I know you got your Alabama state hat on, man, man, but make sure you get all corn in there every now and then. Okay. You know, <laughs> at least once, at least once a season, I, I know, you know what? <laughs> if you come to the reservation, it'll be an experience that you won't forget. So that's what y'all call the reservation. The reservation. Well, you know, we're all corn braids, man. All corn state braids, you know, it's, it is what it is. Oh man. The other ASU. <laughs> oh, oh, that's what. Right. The other ASU, it's fine. You know, you know, I, I, you know what? I'm gonna come down there just for you. I'm gonna link up with you down there, man. We gonna, we gonna see what the reservation is talking about. Now. <laughs> <laughs> Did you really just do air quotes? On, okay, that's okay, man. That, that's fine. It's officially <laughs> on, man. Bring it, bring it on, man. Bring it on. And I tell you what, you have to come back on the show. Okay. All right. After that game, okay, okay. and we'll so figure out something. Give my experience on what I learned at the reservation when I come back on your show. 
Sign me up for that. I got you. Hey, this is great, man. We we wish you the best with what you got going on, man. And, you know, despite what mom says, I, I think you might be capable of, of getting a laugh or two. Hey, hey, tell us where we can find out more information about the podcast. Yes, sir. The HBCU Right Now podcast has a Facebook page. We're on Facebook. It airs every Saturday morning at 10 a.m., between 10 a.m. and 11. And what we usually do is the games that go on that Saturday, we just pick the winner of each game. And we have a game of the week. And we also pick the marching band of the week. So we don't want to leave anybody out. Next week, we're going to start picking out the cheerleaders of the week. You know, we want we want everybody to have a feel of the HBCU right now podcast. So we don't want to leave nobody out. I love it, man. I love it. And what about your foundation, man? Blue Heart Foundation 334. Yes, sir. The Blue Heart Foundation 334 is on Facebook as well. That's the Blue Heart Foundation 334. We're on Instagram. That's the Blue Heart Foundation 334. And we're everywhere, you know, anywhere, anytime you need us to come do something, we will come, you know. So every month we have the $100 grocery giveaway. Every two months we give clothes to less fortunate. We just walk up to them and just give them clothes and food and we just go to the next person. We do that every two months. And you know what? It's great what you're doing uh, because you see the need and you're meeting the need right there where it is. And, and I love it, man. So so don't stop that, man. That, to me, that's the original tithes and offerings to me, as far as I'm concerned, man. But so, hey, Brian Smith, Blue, folks, y'all have to check this brother out. He's doing some great things, you know, in conjunction with Iota Phi Theta and his Blue Heart 334 Foundation. Check him out on Facebook. He is online. You'll love the content that you see. And like I said, if there's anything we can help you do to promote your, your positive causes, man, don't hesitate to let us know, okay? Yes, sir. We'll do now. He's Brian Smith. I'm Eric Tucker. Join us next time on Creekly Speaking. Take care. Yes, sir. Yes, sir.